0: This is tasha rollins from the autism in action podcast and today you're listening to the moments of grace podcast with dr A. Jerome butler
1: hey guys this is dr edrone butler and i like to make you an offer i don't know how you start your day but i love to start my day with meditation with reading and especially with reading my bible i love devotionals and i've written a devotional just for you it is the moments of grace devotional for a busy life you can get it at our website at drajrbutler.com again drajrbutler.com and go to our bookstore on the website and you can get my latest book managing the miracle devotional for a busy life they're fifteen dollars I'll pay shipping and handling because you are part of the Moment of Grace family. So that's our gift to you. So again, that is our latest book, Devotional for a Busy Life at drajrbutler.com. Remember, keep the light on. This is Dr. Adrian Butler. Welcome to A Moment of Grace. I hope that you are having a wonderful day today. You know, when I was uh, a kid growing up in the Bronx, I had one of my, uh, one of my teachers, uh, Mr. Jekyll. He was uh, a Jewish gentleman and uh, probably had the greatest impact in my life. Um, Mr. Jekyll died of cancer, unfortunately. Um, he was my third grade teacher, as I said. You know, there's some people that encourage you so. Certain people that plug into your life that no no matter where they are in the world or the world hereafter, you still remember them because they made such an impact. What what about Mr. Jacob made him different than my other teachers? Mr. Jacob was the first person that ever told me when I messed up (laughs) that I had great potential. He he was the first person that encouraged me and the first person other than my parents that took an interest in me to tell me that I could do it. That the first time that, you know, in third grade that I I made an A, he, he seemed more excited than I did. And that encouraged me, that lit a fire under me and really started my academic life. Uh, Because of Mr. Jekyll. You know, I had an opportunity to finish high school. I had an opportunity to get my bachelor's degree in counseling. I had an opportunity to get my uh, master's degree and also my PhD in theology. It all started with that little fellow sitting in Mr. Jekyll's class in the third grade who raised up his hand and somebody identified him and had an opportunity to answer a question and I got it right. And that teacher was so excited because of Mr. Jekyll, you all have a Dr. Butler. My guest today is one of those people that inspire. One of those people that ignite a flame up under their students. Her name is Lindsay Wonder, and she owns a company Worldwise tutoring dot com. And so we want to welcome to Moments of Grace, Lindsay Wander. Lindsay, welcome.
0: Thank you so much for having me. What a great story.
1: Ah, so great to have you here with us. Would you introduce yourself to the Moments of Grace audience, please?
0: Yeah, so like you said, I'm Lindsay Wander, um, and I am the owner of WorldWise Tutoring, and I have now about 20 years of educational experience. So, you know, when you kind of think about that, it's a little bit ah, wild to think of how many students I've worked with over the years and potentially the impact and the ripple effect that that's had. Um, but I hope, and you know, and believe that I've been, you know, one of those people that your teacher was for you to inspire my students.
1: Wow, yeah. You know, I, um, my, well, you don't know, but, Uh, My daughter, she's 11 years old. And when she was in the first grade, um, I was just, she, you know how the kids are when they cling to you. She's very, very clingy to her teacher. And I just kept thinking this, this is the, the start of her academic life. This lady is my Mr. Jekyll. And so uh, I'm sure with at 20 years experience, you've been a Mr. Jekyll to so many students. So share with us um, your journey um, the last 20 years to where you are right now. Let's...
0: Absolutely. You know, it's it's been a windy road for sure. Um, I've really followed my heart every step along the way, and I'm happy with where it's taken me. When I originally went to school, I went to school for biomedical engineering. <laughs> and um, had these degrees when I graduated and thought, what am I going to do with these? Because I actually didn't like the lab work as much as I thought I would. I liked learning about the subjects, but not actually doing them. And so I did various internships, both nationally and internationally. Um, and there was one that had to do with education, and that was it. That was the the one for me. And so I actually went back to school to get my teaching credential. And you know, a lot of people were confused about that. Why, why would I go from potentially being, you know, a biomedical engineer to now teaching, you know, seventh grade, low-income students. (laughs) Um, And so there was a lot of people who weren't super happy about that choice. um, But those were also the ones I invited into my classroom and, you know, brought them to, into the walls um, where the magic happened in South Central Los Angeles. And once they saw me teach and saw my students, it all made sense to them. Um, we had a lot of fun. We, My goal was to make learning enjoyable for them, to not focus so much on are they going to remember every single step of mitosis, but more so are they going to enjoy the process of questioning, of wondering, of investigating, and, and of learning in general. Um, I wanted to provide a safe place for them where they were loved, but also challenged. Right. And so they knew that I was always you know, pushing them gently in a way because I knew what they could attain and I saw them as individuals. And I was always going the extra mile to help support them um, in a personal way so that they could achieve what was important to them. And I had many students tell me, I come to school just for your class. Wow. And so that was powerful to me because it our is. attendance <laughs> yeah, was an issue. And so knowing that I, I drew them there um, was really really great for me, and I loved it. I loved teaching in the classroom.
1: Well, well, Lindsay, as as a father, let me let me step in and say thank you so much. Uh, I'm a I'm a I'm a former vet, and I always hear people say thank you for our service. But I want to tell you thank you so much for your service as a as an educator because regardless of what people say or think, I, I, you know, we pay millions of dollars to, uh, <laughs> you know, to athletes to catch a ball and entertain us. But you guys literally have the, the pulse on the next generation, uh, how the next generation process thinks, how they, uh, deduce, analyze. And so, you know, you guys are not paid enough, but then to find someone who's, Um, intellectual as yourself that could have went a totally different way to go into education speaks a lot of, of who you are and and your passions. Um, Now let me take a step back and into the role of, of a dad. Um, And I don't know if the discussion you may have had with your dad. Uh, I can imagine my daughter coming and telling me that and what I would say. So so you said some of the some of your Mm -hmm. some of your detractors, you know, may have been people that were close to you. I can imagine as a father what I would have said. So how how did your family feel with you having all of these degrees and primarily um, you you sound like you you may be uh, extroverted as far as as far as outgoing, you know. (laughs) Uh, and being sitting in a lab, you would have to be an introvert, just, you know, behind closed doors, a cubicle or whatever. So, so did that place into, into some of your decision, um, the uh, being behind, you know, in a lab versus being in a classroom, interacting and also family? Did those, any of those de- dynamics play into your choices?
0: I mean, absolutely. Um, wh- you know, wh- I, like I said, I loved learning about it. I still do. Right. I think I attribute that to, I just love learning in general, but when it came to actually doing it, I didn't enjoy that. And that's one of the things, you know, to this day, I really make sure my students understand before they choose a career path, mm-hmm. we need to have yes. experience in that area because you have to make sure this is something you're going to enjoy. Right. And as much as people put so much value on how much money you earn, mm-hmm when you're working that many hours of your life if you're not enjoying what you're doing it's absolutely going to affect your happiness and who you are as a person and that therefore affects everyone around you and so it really is very important that you find something that you are passionate about and i i truly believe if you're passionate about it and are are that dedicated to it you will find a way to make good money you know because you're putting putting that effort into it because you care so much I have always kind of went to my, the beat of my own drum. Um, so okay. not that people were surprised that I went this direction, but I did have a comment made to me by a family member that stands out to me um, that I was wasting my intelligence by becoming mm. a teacher. Wow! And I just thought how backwards is society <laughs> that people who are literally educating the next rising generation the right. movers and the shakers of our society we are wasting our intelligence on them that mm. just motivated me even more you know okay. like okay. absolutely <laughs> not yeah you know like that's that's the why are we undervalued as teachers and seen right. as you know the last that you can't do anything else so you become a teacher that absolutely mm. is not the case and I worked along many educators throughout my life who are just so dedicated to their students beyond what others, you know, may perceive. And we all have a story of a teacher or two in our lives that really stood out and set us down a pathway that, you know, changed the trajectory of our lives. And how can that be an undervalued career in in that sense? It just doesn't make sense to me. Um, But again, those are the ones I invited into my classroom. And when they saw me teach every single time without fail, they were like, I get it. I see why you're here. This is what you need to do. This is what you were meant to do. So, you know, it's, 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 I didn't really need the approval of other people um, necessarily. I was happy in my job and, I maybe wasn't making as much money as I would have liked to. So that's when I started tutoring on the side, which actually led me down the path I'm in now. So, you know, every every decision that you make along the way gets you where you need to be. And and I definitely don't regret it.
1: Oh, wonderful. Wonderful. Well, well, thank you so much and audience. We're, we're going to take a small break. And when we come back, um, we want Lindsay to t- share with us a little bit more about her tutoring, um, but also... Uh, Lindsay, you have a nonprofit, and we want to find out about that as well, okay? Great. All right. All right. This is Dr. Adrian Butler. We're speaking with Lindsay Wander, uh, who is the owner of WorldWiseTutoring.com, and you can hear the passion in her, her voice, and, and guys, if you've listened to me any amount of time, you already know my motto is passion produces power, that if you have passion for something, you can go through a wall, <laughs> you can, you know, you can go up against a freight train if you need to, if you really have passion for it. And Lindsay has that kind of passion. She has that, that Mr. Jekyll spirit. I, I hear it in her that she's, uh, she, she's putting a fire up under her students and, and helping them become the next generation. And like I said, she has the pulse on the next generation and we need to honor our teachers. So, uh, we'll be right back after these messages. This is your host, Dr. Adrian Butler. We'll be right back our podcast has been nominated for five spin awards i would like to thank you for listening and also for your votes to the nominating committee at the spin awards thank you all so much for recognizing our moments of grace and we pray that you have a day of grace thank you Wouldn't you like to start your day upbeat and motivated? Dr. Butler has written a wonderful book. It is called A Moments of Grace. It is a devotional for a busy life. You can get your copy at www.drajrbutler.com. And we're back, we're back, we're back. Uh, we're talking with Lindsay Wander who owns WorldWise Tutoring, a teacher for, uh, has been in education field for over 20 years. Uh, I'm, uh, you can throw rocks at me later on, uh, Lindsay. She's a brainiac because she, she, you know, what was it, biomedical, uh, Lindsay?
0: Biomedical engineering, it, yes. Biomedical
1: <laughs> engineer. so she's a brainiac. And, uh, but unfortunately, you know, uh, and, and, and I've taught seminary for five years myself, um, teachers are undervalued in our society. We, we value our entertainment, we value materialism, but we put less value on those things that are intangible, those things that we can't see, love, education, knowledge, intellect. We put less value on those things, but those are the things that really matter go through life without love, go through life without uh, learning something. For myself, I want to be a lifelong learner. So people like uh, Lindsay will always be in my life. I've always said, I will always have a mentor, whether they're alive or not, whether it's Plato or uh, whether it's Warren Buffett, I will always have a mentor and always have some reason to learn in my life. And all of that started because of a, a gentleman who died of cancer, who was a teacher early in my life. And so, Lindsay, you were sharing with us this this journey that you've been on with WorldWise Tutoring. Sh- share with us some of the uh, things that you offer with Wise Tutoring.
0: Well, you know, as a classroom teacher, as, as dedicated as I was, the school system, even though I was in a charter school, it's, it's quite political. And there's a lot of red tape when it comes to working with children. And it was frustrating to me because I saw a lot of students slip through the cracks. Um, It just, the system wasn't working for them and it was doing them a disservice. And so tutoring on the side was my way of really helping those students that the system wasn't working for them. And whether that was students with learning difficulties or students, you know, in some cases their IQ was so high, they were just bored and Mm. were were Mm. quoted as behavior problems. Um, And so there's just some kind of, you know, issue that was preventing them from succeeding. And I really worked hard with those students to get them to a place of confidence and independence to empower them with the tools to manage their own learning, and to eventually wean them off of tutoring so that they were able to um, succeed on their own and after doing that for several years, I you know, found a lot of success in that, sometimes even more so than in a classroom setting with 45 students. Hmm. And so I decided to start doing that full time about 10 years ago. Okay. And that's when I started WorldWise Tutoring in Chicago. And really, the point of WorldWise Tutoring is to simplify the learning process again. It's just so overwhelming. It's right. daunting. Um, and for many people, unfortunately, it's very negative. And so I just want to bring the joy and and the ease back to learning. Um, That, you know, when we look at our two and three year olds and they're just so fun investigating and learning, I want to bring that back. And so we work with students of all ages, our youngest we have right now is two and we have Whoa. a woman in her 60s. So okay. we work with all ages, yeah, <laughs> okay. Um, okay. all abilities. We, ha- we work with a lot of students who have learning difficulties and also others that, like I said, the traditional system is just not working for them, whatever that might be. And we do all subjects. So we do the academics, the test prep, but also the enrichment, which is you know really important for a lot of students if they, if they wanna gain um, more experience in fields that they're interested in. And, you know, know if that's a path they want to go down. But really, with all of it, my, my intention is to teach the students the, the deeper skills, again, so we can get them to a place where they can manage their own learning, where they feel empowered to question and to wonder and to investigate to creatively problem solve, um, plus the nitty gritty stuff like planning, prioritizing, task management, that stuff that's just not always taught, but like, that's right. you, you need that for success. Yes, yes, And so, you know, we work a lot on that. I found a way to deliberately intertwine that into our lessons. And what we end up seeing is exactly what I set out to do. The parents are saying, oh, my house is calm again. And I came in the room the other day and he was reading a book on his own and, you know, all of these things that are just so great. um, is exactly what we're, we're striving for. So it's been a lot of fun. It's been very rewarding. Um, and that's really what led me into starting the nonprofit as
1: well. Wow. Well, it it sounds like, again, like I said, you have passion for what you're doing and to have students from two to 60 is, is, (laughs) is really phenomenal. Um, with, um, with your business right now, we're going to, we're going to touch bases on the nonprofit, but uh, are there any other teachers that along with you, are you employing anyone or is, is everything, uh, all everything in, in, in your basket right now? Or.
0: So about six years ago, I started hiring and training other tutors who okay. were also very heart centered, but maybe needed the, you know, training and the specific strategies to utilize. And currently I have about 60 tutors oh, wow. throughout Illinois and Texas. And, Good you know, that's you. been one of the funny side effects is I've kind of found myself in a position of now teaching the teachers. Right. <laughs> and it's been an interesting, I didn't really anticipate this, but just knowing just the things I receive from families and from students, I've kind of gotten used to, you know, everything is great. I love learning, but now I'm starting to get notes from my tutors about how this is changing their lives and how this is the light of their day is working with these students with these methodologies. And it's been really an, an interesting turn of events that, you know, it's, I've been able to kind of affect, you know, change in the lives of my instructors as well. Mm. Um, yeah, so it's been, it's been a lot of, a lot of rewarding moments over the years.
1: And and that's what it should be. That's, you know, um, you may have started out with, with tutoring yourself and the, this road that you have started on, you know, uh, realistically, everyone you talk to now and the students that you teach all happen when, Lindsay, 20 years ago, when Lindsay was defiant and said, you know, I don't want to be in a lab, you know, had you, had you not, and I I love the way the roads of life take us, the paths of life take us that had you gone into the laboratory and you probably could have done great things in the laboratory, but just, I'm just, you know, abstractly thinking about all of the lives that you would not have touched had you've done that um yeah, it's you know crazy to think about <laughs> wow you know and uh, you know having an opportunity to touch 60 teachers lives and and the relationships you have with them and now all of the families mm-hmm. who's um who you're a part of <laughs> you know you have it's an
0: really, yeah you, we are. You, have,
1: you have extended family now and as these Young people and, and even, you know, people my age and they're uh, close to 60 are, are uh, going into academic success. Uh-huh. You're a part of that. And uh-huh. being in that cubicle, you know, as a bioengineer would, would probably still have touched lives, but I don't think it would have been as intimate as it is now.
0: I agree. And, and it definitely reminds me every single day why I went down this, this path. Um, despite, you know, everyone projecting their worries and their doubts on me deep and inside, like in my gut, I just knew that this is what I needed to do. And I'm so thankful that I was able to listen to that voice. And I really am trying in the position I'm in now to inspire others to do the same, to really listen to what it is that they're, you know, super passionate about and, and, and have the heart for and go down that path rather than, listen to what their parents are telling them or their friends are telling them. And, you know, being able, even in that case, to weed out and to know some people, yeah, you want to listen to what they're saying. They do have good advice, but kind of knowing how to decipher between that is a life skill. And I'm still, you know, encountering it today, like starting the nonprofit. I had a lot of people who thought that wasn't a great idea and I did it anyway. (laughs) And I'm very thankful that I did that. So yeah, you're going to, you encounter that throughout your life and you have to be able to always figure out, you know, what are your values and what, who are you as a person and constantly come back to that.
1: Wonderful. And, and as our listeners, my younger, my younger listeners, as you're listening to, uh, to Lindsay, um, you know, she, as well as myself, we're always going to tout education and we're always going to tout, you know, um, one of the, the scriptures that I love, Lindsay, is there's a, a multitude, it's safety in a multitude of counselors. And it, 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 it speaks to getting as much information as you can before you make those wow. decisions. Um, the reality is, guys, as you're listening to me, you're going to have a host of people around you that want to speak in your life, direct your life the final decision is gonna be left up to you. And and one thing I I talk with uh, when I'm counseling uh, my uh, young people before they hit the workforce, I always ask them, you know, the field that you're in, can you see yourself doing this for the next 40 years? Because that's the reality. You're getting ready to embark. you You know, when you're talking to a 15 or 16 year old, they can't see beyond the next 40 seconds, let alone the next 40 years. But that's the reality. And if, if you're in, in a job where you are is drudgery, where you hate going to work and these things, um, I think those are that's how we um, begin with the health issues, stress and you know, the high blood pressure, and all these other things. So um, let Lindsay be like a light to you, a beacon, her story, let it, it, let it put a fire up under you to follow your path, and you may already be on a path. Lindsay, I, I tell a joke about a good friend of mine who uh, spent eight years in college and <laughs> she, she switched she switched majors at least four times that I know of, but she finally went into uh, cooking and she is a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, culinary uh, expert in, in Little Rock, Arkansas, has been for the last 30 years. Had she been on the other career fields, very intelligent girl, I think uh, she would have done well, but she found her passion is, okay. is what I'm leading to. Now you have started a nonprofit. So share with me what what the nonprofit differs from worldwide tutoring because it's educate, radiate, and elevate. So share with me the 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 difference, the differences in the two pieces of of what you're doing here.
0: Well, having worked in schools that are, I guess you can say at-risk communities, where traditionally those students are low-scoring, low-achieving academically, gotcha. and having worked with these students in a way that was non-traditional okay. and seeing them succeed, hmm. <laughs> our kids in South Central were scoring higher than the Beverly Hills kids down the Get way, out of here. Know? Wow. Wow. And it's it's because our focus was different. You know, we weren't just focused on the test scores. We weren't just focused on the grades. We were focused on them as human beings and really developing, you know, their, their, their true selves and seeing them individually. And that seeing that be successful really just dug it deeper into me that it, you know, anything is possible when you're presented with the right opportunities and as it is, these kids are already, you know, at a very huge disadvantage. You're we right. talk about the achievement gap and, and how they just to even get to a place of equity. They have so many battles they have to fight to even get the somewhat of the same opportunities. But it doesn't mean we don't try. You know, right. it doesn't mean we don't present those opportunities to them and, and, and work harder to give them even more opportunities and support to overcome those deficits in, you know, whatever their education, their community, um, whatever it might be. And so with that, you know, knowledge, having moved into starting a tutoring company, it always nagged at me, you know, I'm working with the kids who can afford it. I'm just widening the achievement gap even more, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's bothered me. And it's not to say that my clients weren't concerned about that. They're all, you know, the clients I tend to attract are, are also looking at society holistically and are very heart centered. And it just got to a point, especially with the pandemic recently, and me just seeing, you know, these communities being hit in every way possible, medically, um, socially, you know, in terms of justice, and then we're talking about education, and just equity across the board. I just finally said enough is enough. I know I'm busy, (laughs) but it's not an excuse anymore. So. Let's take the strategies that I know have been working with our students and make them available to students who are completely capable but wouldn't be able to afford it. Gotcha. And that's what the nonprofit is about. It's about creating those same opportunities for K-12 through 12 underserved students that um, normally a family would be paying for, but also addressing specific needs of those students as well, you know, making sure we're culturally responsive, making sure that we're trauma-informed, that we're creating very positive interactions for these students to, again, get them to love learning, to get them to a place where they're empowered with tools to really affect changes in their lives and the lives of those around them, and I really do think that that's when you start to see the big changes as it starts, it starts with the people and empowering them. Gotcha. Um, and my vision is hopefully, you know, then that will project and ripple out as, as it has with my other students to their families and to their communities, and they will come back and to continue to serve and uplift their community. Hence the name, educate, radiate, elevate, um, because it really starts with educate, but then it go continues forward.
1: Got gotcha, you. Got gotcha. you. Well, Lindsay, did you, you know, during the pandemic, um, you know, everybody, every business everyone I, I can't think of one business maybe some businesses businesses increased some decreased but i think most of us had to shift so what was the what was the shift for um worldwide tutoring what was the shift for you guys when when mm-hmm. the pandemic hit you
0: know what's funny and let me ask that?
1: you let me ask yeah. you a, an addendum piece to that uh-huh. did you did the business increase for you because uh-huh. I know with, with our daughter, we had an opportunity, like I said, she's 11. Now we had an opportunity to see what she does every single day. Right. And, um, yeah, she didn't struggle too much in too many other places. Um, she actually did better at home than she did at school. Well, she's, yeah. she's like her dad. She's, <laughs> she's an extrovert. So that's probably part of the problem too. But, what for your business, what, um, what, what was the difference for you? What was the shift for you?
0: So honestly, um, a lot of the methodologies that I've been using, I've been using since day one, but it, I didn't want people to be thrown off when I started saying metacognition, mm-hmm. mindfulness, right. soft skills. And so I just said underlearning, underlying learning and life skills. That was kind mm-hmm. of what I've been saying. Okay. Well, the pandemic hit and I'm seeing these parents have their children at home and they're calling me going, my kid can't do anything. Like, what, what right. do you mean? Like they can't manage their own time. They can't, and, you know, they don't have any task initiation. Um, you know, they don't know how to plan, prioritize. And I was like, yeah, this is, this is what we work on with the students. So what it, the shift for me was I was able to be much more transparent about what it is we're doing because I felt that people were now ready to hear it okay. and realize it's not just about sitting your kid in a classroom and getting an A anymore. Right. There's so much more that we want our children to learn. There you go. And now parents, I think are seeing that and, Mm. and want more for their kids. And so now I'm able to actually (laughs) say that in my messaging in terms of business. When, when the pandemic first happened, I think there was just so much uncertainty that our business actually dropped. Really? Um, our current clients didn't really need us anymore because they really weren't sure what was going on. Okay. You know, New clients weren't coming in because they didn't know if schools were opening or closing. Got you. And so what I did is use that as an opportunity to rebrand and okay. also to provide free support to parents. So I was doing a lot of talks and telling parents, Here are the things you could be doing at home. Here are the resources you can be using. And so sharing my knowledge during that time to just help, you know, in any way I could for the parents who are now at home managing it all and, and, you know, also worried about their family's health and finances and everything else. So just trying to help that process for them. Um, Around August, Everything just took off again and now we're a little over 200 percent what we were wow. the years before the pandemic. Wow. Um, so yes, our business has grown. I don't have a brick and mortar. We go to the students' homes, which okay. again goes speaking to what you said before about we're part of the family. that's my intention. I do that deliberately. I, I really want to get to know the families and the students more personally. And so we also work online with students and have been using Zoom for like six years now. So that was an easy transition for us as well. But I think that because we don't have a brick and mortar and it was easy for us to transition online at when we needed to, we survived. Um, Whereas a lot of my competitors weren't able to adjust that quickly and they closed their doors. And I know because I got a lot of their tutors, (laughs) so, um, and, and some of their clients, so. Yes, business is going very well now, but I did, I did switch things up in terms of offerings.
1: Wonderful. Wonderful. Wow. For your business to go to 200 X, that's, that's, that's awesome. That's good. That is awesome. That's awesome. Well, it gives you an opportunity to share more of uh, your abilities and your, your other uh, teacher's abilities, other, and and what you're doing. Uh, Lindsay, how can, People get in contact with your your business. Can you give us your particulars? Um, now, <clears throat> you mentioned um, being in Chicago and some other areas. With um, with the onset of 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 uh, Zoom and and Skype and all that, are you are you open to being international as well, or is the model still? We would like to come in and shake your hand and be part of your 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 uh, nucleus
0: so i only offer in-person tutoring throughout illinois and texas all okay. the major cities in the suburbs that's just because that's where i have tutors actually on the ground got gotcha. you um but in terms of online we i've been international since day one we like i said we before zoom came around i was using skype then we tried a couple other platforms and right when zoom started we've been using that ever since um gotcha. So, yes, we do work with students all over the country and internationally through Zoom, which I think most people now will agree is, is pretty effective. Yes. I tried to tell them before, Zoom works, Zoom works, but <laughs> nobody listened to me. And now, now people are starting to listen. <laughs> so that's gotcha. good. Gotcha. Um, and then in terms of finding me for WorldWise Tutoring, you would just go to WorldWiseTutoring.com. That's where you'll get not just information about our services, but also a lot of those free resources for parents and educators and students that I was mentioning before. Um, we're also all over social media, so just look for worldwide tutoring. And then the nonprofit is educateradiateelevate.org. If that's too complicated, you can do eretutoring.org and it'll take you to the same place. And again, we're on social media as well. And one of my big things is to share knowledge and resources. So, following us on social media or checking out the website, you'll get a lot of a lot of good information.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. Well, it has been such a pleasure talking with you, Lindsay. Um, like I said, your 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 passion is immense, and and what you're doing uh, when you made that decision 20 years ago has just uh, been a blessing in so many lives. And, and I know that you're going to continue to um, continue to touch lives through education. So thank you so much for being with us here on Moments of Grace.
0: Well, thank you so much for that, for those kind words. And thanks for having me.
1: Wonderful, wonderful. We've been talking with Lindsay Wander, and she is the owner of WorldWise Tutoring, and also at her nonprofit, Educate, Radiate, Elevate, guys, you've got to reach out to her if your child is having some some problems. And even if you, because like she said, she deals with adults as well. If you're having some issues also uh, academically and need some tutoring, uh, she is, the, her company is the place to go. Like I told you, I'm always gonna have a mentor. In, in some area, I'm in math right now, I've been trying to learn how to play the piano. It is not going well. But it is my, my time of, of learning, it's my time. It's something else I wanna conquer, something else I wanna learn. And I can't do it by myself. Uh, I'm having to use uh, you know, YouTube University and, 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 uh, and tutors and everything else along with, 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 ta- with photography. And so find that thing that, that you have passion about. Um, get with Lindsay, and I'm sure that they can help you in those academic regions. If it's your child, it's you. Hey, it may be grandmother that's in her 60s or granddad. They're willing to help you. So uh, reach out to her and her organization. And it's been such a pleasure having you guys here with us as always. We look forward to having you again with us here on Moments of Grace. And remember to get my latest book, my latest book, which is A Moments of Grace, a devotional for a busy life. I thoroughly, thoroughly feel you will enjoy it. And remember, dear hearts, love God, love life. Keep the light on.